Good morning, everyone. We are here with um, Cindy Gilby, the owner and founder of OK2BU, where she is all about celebrating the uniqueness of others. Um, Cindy, welcome here with us. Please, would you introduce yourself the way that you like to be introduced? Hi, thank you, Christine. Um, I am passionate about helping others to discover who they are and where they need to be in terms of their life and through that celebrating the uniqueness because everybody is unique. I like to refer to myself as a life guide rather than a life coach because I'm not there to tell you what to do but rather guide you through it. Mm, That's really good. I like it. Okay, tell us how you came to where you are in business today. What to what do we owe the pleasure of having you as our life guide? Yes, um, many years ago, while I was still working for a large corporate, I attended a creativity conference where somebody told me it was okay to be me. And that was a life-changing phrase that was probably given offhandedly. And then three years ago, I was retrenched and I realized that I've actually got quite a lot to share with others and to help others on their journey. So I combined the OK to be you and the life journey and formed my business in order to help others on their journeys. That's very cool. So tell us a bit more about what OK to be you actually does. OK to be you looks at who you are and where you want to be, or I also help you to establish where you need to be or would like to be. And I use various tools like the life coaching or life guiding. Um, I also have the Nerdling's Brain Instrument, which is a proudly South African product to help you to assess where your preferences are and your passion lies. Ah. And then, of course, I have got training as well. So using all of those, I sit together with my clients and we have a conversation about where to from here. Awesome. I love that um, that Nietling's tool that you were talking about. I remember the one time that you were explaining to us how it works and it was so interesting to me that one is able to just unpack your brain in such a way. You know, I found that extremely interesting. Thank you. Um, what would you say is your purpose in business? You touched on it a little bit, but yes. like explain um, a bit more. It, it is about the guiding rather than the, the pure coaching. Um, of people through their challenges. So, for example, I took somebody who, they were really, really brilliant. It was a young person who was um, looking at getting a job. So they had wonderful qualifications. They had really good experience, but they failed at interviews. So Mm -hmm. I worked at, for this person, actually calming down their overconfidence and empowering them to put themselves across in the way that would be more acceptable or more um, appropriate for an interview situation. And the person landed their very first interview they had after that. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Well done. (laughs) I think we often sit in in the opposite end of that spectrum where it's not overconfidence but lack of confidence, right? So, yeah, it's interesting to hear those sort of stories too. (laughs) This guy was similar to Sheldon on uh, Big Bang Theories. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that is cool. part of my purpose. And okay. then I also believe in living a positive life, which does not mean, contrary to popular belief, does not be, mean that you walk around smiling and happy and cheerful all the time, yeah. but rather that you use your positive language and that you are constantly moving forward or at least not backward. Awesome. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think especially during this time, it's so important to try and stay positive, um, but also not deny the realities of what's going on, right? Yes, very much so. Sure. Okay. Um, how would you say that you stay aligned with your purpose in terms of your choice of the products that you deliver or the, the way that you spend your time or choosing your customers or who you choose to collaborate with? Because I think those things are so key, right? We have to make sure that everything is aligned with our purpose. So how do you make sure that you do that? I naturally am attracted to, um, in terms of collaboration to other people who've got a similar outlook. I want people that are looking at positive futures of looking at moving forward and also that sense of compassion and understanding without being pulled into somebody else's emotional state. Um, to be able to show the empathy without being sad is key mm -hmm. in, in my, my job and my, what I do. I ensure that all of my products are focused on future and okay. on moving forward. And similar to Tanya, who spoke about two months ago, it is about skilling people to travel their journey rather than making them dependent on me. Mm -hmm. um, I want customers to come back, but I don't want a 10-year customer because then I, I have failed. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. You don't want them to, you want them to want you, not to need you, right? <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's sometimes a, a tight line to walk. <laughs> it is, um, especially when, when you are looking at tough times and um, you're looking at finances, you've got to mm. actually put the finances beside or behind you and focus on the, the client at that time. Yeah. Um, all of my customers who are a variety of age have one thing in common, and that is that they are in a transition. Okay. So... It might be schooling, it might be jobs, it might be going into marriage, it might be going out of marriage, it might be hitting 30, 40, 50, I don't know why it's the round number that scares us. <laughs> Whatever it is, they're normally facing some form of transition in their life. Okay, sure. So, like, what type of people do you, maybe type of people is the wrong word, but do you have a specific persona or demographic or whatever type of person that you that you really enjoy working with? I love working with high school students um, okay. purely because they are a lot more open and a lot more interested in moving forward. I think mm. once people have sort of turned 30, maybe 35, they start to believe that they're actually set in their ways. And I look at myself for an example. I had a major uh, move from working for a huge corporate to working on my own at the age of, I think I was 47 or 48 at the time. So it was something that people can change at any time. So my, yeah. if I've got to say one thing that I want in my client is somebody who is willing and open to the change. Sure. 
Yeah, that makes sense. We can only help those that want to be helped, right? I think yes, I find that definitely. in my training often as well. I don't want to teach the people that don't want to be taught. Come to yes. me if you want to learn. Yeah, yeah. hungry is a lovely word for, for learning. Yes, that's really good. I like it. <laughs> okay, cool. So is there anything else you want to add on that point? Um, no, I think I've covered everything okay. there. Awesome. So if we turn a little bit more inward, right? We're saying like we have to align what we do. How do you execute your purpose in your personal life? Do you, would you say that your business and personal purpose is well aligned? Because I think often we are not. We're in business to make money and then in personal lives we do something else. Um, I think in your case it, they would be quite closely aligned, right? But maybe explore yes. that a little bit for us. They're very definitely aligned. And I am the same person at home as I am in business, the, the only difference is that um, I wear smarter clothes for business and I put makeup on. <laughs> That's cool. Going I like that. <laughs> and sometimes with my friends, they don't get the makeup and the smarter clothes. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to pitch up, right? It's our presence. That's important. Yes, very much so. I was extremely fortunate in that when I was discovering... Um, the life skills of assertiveness and thinking positively and all of those wonderful things we call soft skills. I was in a training environment and I spent every day, six hours a day, talking positivity. Sure. As a result, um, I was blessed because I raised my son with that and even my husband, even now I correct him. For example, one of the things we often say is don't forget. And then people do. Whereas mm. if we say, please remember, they tend to remember. Yes. So I automatically make those changes. If you tell me, don't forget inside my head, I'm saying, remember. And it became just part of who I am to the extent that my mother says to me, sometimes I even complain positively. <laughs> Give us an example of that. Because <laughs> I think that's, that's so a real I'll, challenge. <laughs> I will tell her about um, things that have gone wrong. My, my car broke down and I was late leaving for a meeting. And then I'll say, but at least I missed the accident that happened down the road. Ah, I'm with you. Okay. So I will find a positive spin on most of the things that, that have happened. That's really good. I think we can all take a page out of that book, trying to see the, the silver lining, as they say, hey? Yes. And, you know, sometimes the silver lining might not be a great silver lining right now, but mm -hmm. quite often when we look back and in retrospect, we think, wow, so glad that that happened. Yeah, absolutely. Hindsight, as they say, is 2020 vision. Yes. <laughs> Which I think and really I think helps. A lot, of us, yes, a lot of us are going to look back on lockdown and we, we will forget about a lot of the hardships or we will find the funny side of a lot of the hardships, but we yeah. will remember the warm, and especially our children, the young children are going to remember the games, the fun, the, the par mm. parent time. Yeah. Family time, being at home, because we don't, we don't often have that. So yeah, that's, that's really cool. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see how this pandemic is going to, um, to turn into something positive. I think there's so many opportunities for greatness during this time. 
Um, so yeah, it's going to be so exciting hearing some of the, the stories that come out of this. I'm really excited. Yes, it will be. Hmm. Okay, I think a question that a lot of us might have on our lips, especially if you're saying that your personal and business purposes are so closely aligned, how do you keep your work and personal life separate? Do you keep them separate? Is it a balance? Are they merged in one? What does it look like for you? I am, well, first of all, this is one of my challenges, but I'm also <laughs> very fortunate in that my husband and my son are both introverts. So while this is happening, they are happily sitting in their rooms. The one is watching Netflix. The other one is reading a book. Awesome. Um, you can guess which one. <laughs> and I, my, my office is actually just off the lounge, which is a bit inconvenient as well. So I put up signs to let people know, hey, I'm busy, I'm in a meeting or whatever. And I try to stick to work hours. I had a client who was most annoyed that I wasn't prepared to work on Good Friday, for example. Oh, wow. um, and I just said to her that family time is family time. We might be in lockdown. But for me, yeah. it's business as usual. Mm. And I need to work those hours and I need to be present in my job during work hours and present in my family during the other hours. There are times when it, it goes haywire. There are times when I will work till 2 o'clock in the morning. But those are the exception rather than the rule. Okay. Yeah, that's very good. I think during this time especially where, where there's nothing better to do to a certain degree people are working much longer hours than they would normally work so i think yeah, yes. that's definitely been a challenge during lockdown whereas if the, there's no lockdown you can go to your office you know you have a set start up and shut down routine and yeah. when you get home you don't have to work because you've shut down but um when it's at home it's not that clear yeah now, I've tried to stick with that, and I think it also helps um, to set rules. You know, mm. I'm lucky my son is in his 20s now, but even when he was little, and I'm talking about from about four years old, he knew the rules that if during this time, if mommy's at home, mommy's working, and oh. he would play quietly or keep himself in his room, and then he knew that when... And he could tell four o'clock very early in life. And at four <laughs> o'clock, now time for swimming or playing or mommy time. Oh, wow. Sure. That's really good. I think that's a really good example of how we can actually train our kids. It doesn't have to be um, just a boundaryless situation. So, yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Okay. Really nice. Okay. Well, um, what quote inspires you to make every day count towards your purpose and the overwhelm what helps you to get up in the mornings to give you that kick in the bum that you need to get up like sometimes solopreneurs need i have always had believe it or not i've always suffered from depression so uh, many years ago i watched a movie called and i can never remember the name um the majestic hotel okay and i'm Anyway, in that movie, they say everything is all right in the end. And if it's not all right, it's not the end. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, I know that one. That's a good one. And that I lived through um, when we were moving and we couldn't find a house to rent on the other side. I kept saying that when it gets closer to the end of the month and I haven't got enough to cover the um, financial commitments, I say that and it always works out. Mm. I'm also 
a very musical person, so I have songs that pop into my mind randomly and appropriately. The one is I Will Survive. Um, I love yeah. it. I'm on bad days. I played full blast. <laughs> and the other one is Two Little Birds. Don't worry about a thing because everything will be okay. Ah, uh, yes. That's really cool. And those all align with your okay to be you. Like it will be okay. Yes. Means. That's so cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's really awesome. I really like that. Okay, so other than that, if you had to give one piece of advice to aspiring entrepreneurs based on your experience, that will either help them make their business a success or that will help them to find their purpose or would help them to stay in touch with their purpose? What would it be? Well, they can always contact me to help them to find their purpose. <laughs> yes. But the overwhelming thing that I found, especially in the beginning, was to do one or two small things every day moving forward. Um, so even if it is getting up and making one change on your website or making one post on your Facebook to do one, just one thing, because one thing becomes two. And then I also liked, I think it was uh, also Tanya who said, it's okay to leave a few things on your to-do list every day. Yes, that was and such good advice. <laughs> what, has been, what has been brilliant for me is that I've got a couple of very close friends who are also in small businesses and we can tell each other everything. And that women's friends group that I've got is really brilliant because we can try, we can cry on each other's shoulders, we celebrate each other's successes, and it works really well because as a solopreneur, you very often can't afford a coach or a mentor. Yeah. And sure. sometimes somebody who's going through the same thing as you can be really, really good for, for you as well. Mm. And then the other piece of advice is, I have a board up above my computer and it has my business goal and I have a mind map of, of what my business does and where I'm focused on. So if I'm looking up, which you often do when you're thinking, my eyes rest on that and then it helps me be sure that what I'm doing is in line with what I want to do. Yeah, that's really good. I think yeah, visualizing our visions are so important because if you don't see them on a regular basis, um, we're going to forget them. So that's good i like that advice very cool thank you okay so to wrap us up cindy um tell us are there any exciting events or offerings that you have coming up that you would like to share with our listeners and also where would they be able to find you right um what i've been doing during lockdown which is working brilliantly um is i've been focusing on NBR for the high school students so that it gives them an insight in terms of their future, whether it is looking at high school subjects, um, careers, whether they should study or whether they should um, maybe have more of a trade. And it also has helped parents understand why this form of homeschooling or that form of homeschooling doesn't work for their child or how they can make sitting in front of an, a computer to learn work for the more chaos um, people-oriented kid or um, the social kid, you know, just, okay. just so that the parents have got a better insight into their child and how they learn. Mm -hmm. So I've had a couple of really good aha moments and a couple of I told you so mom moments. <laughs> and 
the one mom actually wrote and said that um, she cannot believe how her son and her relationship has grown and wow. developed since they've done this profile. So it's, it gives me goosebumps. So it really sure. is something that is worthwhile. It is done online. So they, they've got to answer a questionnaire online and then we do the debriefing through Zoom or Skype or whichever form they're the most comfortable with. Okay. I like to be able to see people. So mm -hmm. it's normally face-to-face, -face, but we do it um, with them. And it's actually brilliant to see how people change and grow through the MBR program. Oh, that's wonderful. Sure, that's really cool. And where can they find you? They can um, find me on my Facebook. It's, in, it's okay to be you, spelt with just the letters. So if you've got more than five digits, you've gone wrong. <laughs> you've gone um, wrong. <laughs> okay, consulting on Facebook. But um, I'm sure you'll post the link. I've also got the website. And then Cindy at okay2beu.co.za, but Cindy is also spelled differently, C-Y-N-D-R, because I'm all about uniqueness and I'm Oh, yes, unique. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Anything, any final thoughts that you would like to share with our listeners? My, I think my, my parting thought is that regardless of what happens in our future with lockdown, I truly believe that for many of us, it's going to be an improved, more family-oriented, more people-focused future. Mm -hmm. And I think now is the time that we need to look at what is unique about us, what differentiates ourselves um, from other people, and what can we celebrate about who we are right now? Yeah, absolutely. And there is much to celebrate. I think we can be extremely grateful for... Um, for the decisions that have been made up until now, for the way that we've been able to protect ourselves, um, and even just for the chance to to be with our families. I think it's it's such a blessing that we wouldn't be able to have in any other situation. So, yeah, we have much to be grateful for. Yes. Awesome, Cindy. It was lovely chatting to you today. Um, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Um, and I look forward to chatting again. Thank you, Christine. Thank you for the opportunity. It's a big pleasure. We'll chat soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening in to my interview with Cindy Gilby, the owner of OK2BU Consulting. Um, and her key takeaway for our aspiring entrepreneurs is to do one or two things every day that helps to move you forward. Remember, 1% change cumulatively will lead to 100% change. So until our next interview with a fellow entrepreneur, where we understand how they have discovered their purpose, but more importantly, how they are living it out in the real world every day, this is Christine Tadop signing out. Bye.